All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Mulkamania. And this week we have a very fun episode lined up for you guys, and we can't wait to get it started. So, uh, Lex isn't here yet, he may not come, but Chuck's here, so say hi, Chuck. So, what's this new evidence you think Red Bull has? Uh, probably as good as Toto's email. <laughs> the uh, Valtteri did it, or uh, bad guy, or Lewis, good guy, Max, bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, my thing. So w- let's talk about F one real fast. There's not a ton to talk about, but Hungary is on Sunday. And it is the first race back since Silverstone. So, uh, is Max Verstappen going to send Lewis into a barrier? No, but I I think the meeting, the review, is scheduled for tomorrow, if I saw correctly. So, where Red Bull and Mercedes are meeting with the FIA to because Red Bull exercised their right to review a penalty. The penalty and Lewis. So, if people are getting pretty up, people are just getting tired of Christian Horner and Red Bull at this point. They just want to move on. So, they don't. So what? What if? That. What if they go back into this review, and it's determined that it was not Lewis's fault, but Max's fault? It won't happen. But it won't happen. How, but that would be hilarious. Yeah, you might see Christian Horner off himself, but. You never, you know. But. If anything, I think, I don't think Lewis gets a harsher penalty. But <laughs> I don't see, um, I don't see any change in it outside of maybe taking away any penalty points Lewis may have gotten because they'll deem it as a racing accident. But that's. I don't think anything changes after the review. Yep, I don't either. I do expect it to be a pretty big uh, weekend dominated by Red Bull, though. Yeah, well, I'm interested in see how the Ferraris do, actually. Do they have some big update? I, from what I've read and what it sounds like, it sounds like Ferrari is expecting to perform well. At, I mean, I still think it's going to be Merck versus Red Bull, but I think Mercedes and McLaren, or not Mercedes, but uh, McLaren and Ferrari are going to be a lot closer this week. Yeah, sorry, I was just reading an article. There's an article about F1 silly season that just came out. So, oh, uh, I'm reading it real quick. Um, so I did see shocker here. A Mercedes back driver is expected to go into Russell's seat at Williams. Uh, well, I wonder who that would be. Valtteri. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Valtteri's going to Alpha. No, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, well, looking at this here, Russell's contract is up. Valtteri's contract is up, so I mean, well, we we already know where that's going. Yeah, I mean, I think we do. So, 
uh, Hamilton just look, will be teammates next year. Yeah, just looking at this, um, you know, one of the interesting things is it says that if Perez leaves, that Albon will be back in the seat potentially. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like that. I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't think it's going to happen either. So, and I don't think Perez is leaving. Nope. Uh, Vettel and Stroller locked up pretty much. Uh, Mazepin has, still has a contract, and apparently Schumacher's on the verge of re-signing. But I, I think Ferrari <laughs> decides what happens with him. Uh, yeah, I think Mix in the Alpha. Another Finn could be in the frame in the form of Botas if he is replaced at Mercedes for Alfa Romeo. So there you go, Chuck. Told you. Uh, some other guys to think about for Alfa Romeo, Cal Mylott, Robert Schwartzman. Those Mylott was second in F2 last year. Schwartzman competing for the title this year. That's that's in case Giovinazzi is let go of. Um, I, really, I expect to see two new drivers at Alpha. It just depends on Kimmy. But uh, apparently Hulkenberg's name is being mentioned a lot for Williams uh, in the case that Botas does go to Alpha. Um, Latifi will probably get an extension. Well, I think Latifi's funding that team, let's be honest. Yeah. To end the article, it talks about other options for Williams being Guan Yu Zhu, who is, I believe, the F2 title uh, leader right now because, you know, uh, Alonso won't be leaving that team, team anytime soon to open up a spot for a young driver. Um, At least two years. What's that? So I think at least two more years. Yeah, whatever. It's stupid. But uh, Nick DeFree, who is leading the championship in Formula the E right now. I don't want to hear anything from you about Alonzo taking a seat. When, I really, I really when wish Alex was here right now. When your old man, four-time Indy 500 winner, Elio Castroneves, just took a full-time seat away from the young driver. Well, uh, he didn't take it from a young driver. He was signed. More than he, was, he was wanted. I'll say that. <laughs> well, Alonso was too. So I'm pretty sure Alonso just forced him to sign him at gunpoint. To be honest, whatever. But I wish Lex was here to hear about how Nick DeFree, his favorite driver ever, is in the running for that Williams seat as well. Uh, maybe is Jack he... Aitken or Albon. Is uh, is he Mercedes back? I he used to be McLaren backed. <laughs> yeah, well, McLaren and Mercedes now. Let's let's just put so it where I, it's at. I, I, so I'm not sure about that, but that's the F1 silly season update. So, yeah, I don't I don't think there's going to be a whole lot. I think you'll get two new drivers at. Alpha, I think you, you got Russell going into Botas' seat. Like the worst kept secret ever. Mm-hmm. Also heard a rumor that if 
Lando or Danny Rick were to go anywhere, Stoffel is has a chance to come back. Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? So I would love it. Stoffel deserves a better chance than what he got. Well, he I mean, he was with McLaren in the shitty year. So Well, he was also with McLaren when they were still clinging on to hope that Fernando Alonso was a good teammate. Yeah. And able to lead a team. But we all saw how that ended up. Uh well, let's move on to IndyCar because we could talk about that for thirty minutes. Um Looking at the article, uh, we'll get to Ray Hall and talk about that test soon. But um, starting off with Andretti, I think the two biggest guys we're looking out for right now are Grosjean and Devlin DeFrancesco. Uh, those are the two guys tipped to go into those seats. If Hunter Ray and Hinchcliffe aren't retained, which I would say is pretty strong, I'd pretty strong belief at this point um yeah i think i think they're both gone yeah now the question is is whether rhr retires or not you never know he could go he could scale back um not go full time uh i mean and there is the option of a fifth car that's a split car at andretti too i don't see it happening but it could happen I mean, if Kirkwood wins the championship, it could definitely happen. Um, AJ Foyt wants to re-sign Bourdais, but other than that, it's not really known. Uh, we may get a new full-time car with Errol McLaren. I think it could be a. It, it would probably be a young driver. It's not going to be Simon Pagano. Um, that's pretty no. much confirmed. Yeah, they. It's I guess not they be... had a falling out or something. Well, I think it's more McLaren runs that team. It's not. It's not SPM anymore. If I was McLaren, I would want Pagano. Well, who wouldn't want an Indy 500 winner? Uh, well, a lot of teams didn't want an Indy 500 winner when uh, Elio was uh, on the market. Because they want somebody to win a championship. Oh my gosh. I'm going to ignore that you just said that. Uh, I, the good news is it looks like Rosenquist is probably going to get re signed. So that's good uh, for him to get another year after this really big struggle year. I think the third guy could definitely be someone like a Benjamin Peterson, Alanis Lundquist. Uh, those two guys race in Indy Lights. Other than that, we don't really have a big lead on anything in terms of who could be in that third car, uh, but it's more than likely going to happen as in terms of a third car. So uh, It sounds like they're actively recruiting mechanics and stuff for third car, so yeah, I would say it's almost a done deal, if not a done deal, that they're going to yeah. have a third car. Just need to nail down the driver. Yeah. Carlin looks set for another year the same. Um, you know, Max. Except Max for the oval. Except, except for the ovals, except for the 500. Yeah. 
Chip Ganassi, I did not know this, but Erickson is not signed yet, but it looks likely that he'll be back. Uh, Jimmy Johnson confirmed the other day that they will have a car for TK next year. And, uh, you know, like we said, it'll probably be an oval-only thing with another guy in the road course car, potentially Kevin Magnuson. Um, but other than that, CGR is pretty much – with Jimmy a done, a done deal. Let's, let's, right. Let's get this because Jimmy has an oval tested at the uh, end of the month. And if it looks good, or at the end of August, yeah. August if, 25th. If, he, if he's comfortable, count him in for Indy for sure. Yep. And if he's not, then I, I don't, then they'll just do four full time. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, Dale Coyne. Go ahead. With TK and Jimmy sharing a car again. Yes. With Dale Coyne. Dale Coyne is interesting. <laughs> you could throw darts at a board and still not get the driver as Dale Coyne's going to have. Well, because we talked about it last week with Vassar Sullivan leaving the team most likely. So Ed Jones is out of his spot. And I don't think he has a lot of funding. So I think he would be done. Uh, there's rumors that Hinch might be going to coin. I, I really don't know if that has any grounding, but well, that's like the before, nearest lead. Yeah. Well, like I've said before, coin typically funds one car out of pocket. So if I, if I, I would go, that was a Justin Wilson or a Bourdais type of driver. I'd go with Inch. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I mean, I don't know who else it would be. You know, right? Probably be some different guy from sports cars or something. Uh, they still got, you know, Rick Ware racing on board. So I assume that. You know, maybe Cody Ware and maybe Norman or somebody else will split a car. Maybe Pietro. I, I don't know for sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see Cody full-time because of – I think he really likes IndyCar. He really liked it. Road America, he's running at Indy this in two weeks, Couple three weeks. weeks. So that will be interesting to watch. He's not just running Indy. He's running three races at Indy. In two days. Yeah. So, so. – <laughs> Uh, Ed Carpenter Racing gets a little interesting. I'm not sure how interesting it'll actually be, but VK's back uh, unless he gets scooped up, like his contract gets you know, bought, bought out. The only, yeah, the only way he's not back is if his contract gets bought out. Uh, the key is, is that there's potential that that second car can become a full-time car with another full-time driver and then Ed supplying a third car just for the road courses. I mean, ovals. Yeah, so Ed is definitely going to be back for the ovals next year. Uh, I haven't read anything about a third car, but, uh, oh, I see it now. Yeah, I'm reading it now. So, yeah, that's potential. Uh, 
I don't know if you would take a chance unless, you know, unless Air Force comes back. I don't know if you would take a chance with Daly just because the results aren't there right now. So that's my take on it. I don't know who else you would take. If you were going to run full time and you got 90% of the funding for that car from the Air Force, I would, I would put Daly in full time and give him a shot at because when on the ovals, daily has been good for the most part. Grant, they didn't well, qualify in Texas, so yeah, yeah and he kind of didn't make the green flag. Well, he took the green flag just upside down. Yeah, well, at a, and something that wasn't his fault, right? I mean, if we really look back at his season, how much of this, how much of his bad luck has been his fault? Hmm. Probably not. Probably almost none of it. Yeah. So, but there's still a lack of pace, lack of race pace for sure. Qualifying hasn't been horrible. Mm-hmm. Like he qualified good at the GP. I think he would have had a good GP. run. At, I think he would have had a good run at the GP. If and Simon Pagano didn't take him out. Obviously, he had a great run going at the 500 until a tire came from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he had he had, he he had potential to win the five hundred. So, yeah, uh, Meyer Shank. That's one of the potential landing spots for uh, for a Hunter Ray. Maybe, um, you know, that sixty car looks like it's going to be full time. Uh, obviously, have Elio in the other car, so. Yeah, so you got any 500 and, winners would be good for Shane. Yeah, it's, I would say it's going to be Hunter Ray or Pagano. I still think Pagano stays with Penske, though. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Ray Hall. So there was a little test that went on at Barber Motorsports Park, and they tested two guys, Oliver Askew and current F2 driver Christian Lungard. Uh, and... So they're looking to go to three cars next year, probably. And honestly, this team is such a wild card right now. You have so many guys that could potentially race for them, except the one seat we know is Graham. <laughs> right. I, and, yeah. And I think Graham, in my opinion, Graham should drop back to 500 only. What? He just, he just Listen, isn't. I don't like Graham, but. He's very solid. Uh, Chuck. Uh, this man is one of the most consistent drivers on the grid and in, in yeah. terms of finishing top ten. Uh, you want a guy that's ninth in points to just go to any five hundred only? I think he would do be and, better off. And Chuck. Listen to this. If he did not crash at the 500, he'd probably be fifth in points right now. What's a shame he sucked. His tire came off. <laughs> here, here. Listen to his finishes. 7th, 15th, 5th, 3rd, 5th, 32nd, 5th, 5th, 11th, 6th. Yeah. And you're telling me he should be out of a ride? No, I'm saying that he shouldn't be full-time. There is still time I, to take back that what you said. I think that 
that seat would be better served by somebody, a younger person who could win. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Wow. He's got at least another 10 years in his career, Chuck. (laughs) Maybe. He's only 32. If he chooses to run another 10 years. Yeah. I don't think he's going to. I don't know. But I can't believe you just said that. I don't think we're ever going to see the days of like an Andretti or Foyt running 30 35 plus 500, 33, 35, 36. Yeah, I mean, you look at Elio, this was his, like, 20th, so. Yeah, and I don't see Elio driving into his. I don't, yeah, not into his 50s. He's 46 now. Yeah. But, wow, I can't believe you said that. That's crazy. But Harvey's taking Sato's spot. Well, yeah, it looks like Sato may may downgrade, downsize. I like I like I said last week, he's just getting old, and I don't think it's a him wanting new, new pastures thing. I think it's just he's getting old, and you know wants to step back a little bit. Can't blame him for his nice career. I could see Sato being a five hundred only driver for a few years. Yep. Yep. And then, he could, he, I bet he could he could jump in just about any car with a shot to win. Well, yeah, there's also some other things he has a shot to do, but um, I will digress on that. Um, but the 45 car, whatever number it'll be, is the interesting car. So, oh, you know, we had we've had Ferrucci run in it for whatever races he's done done very well we've we have askew testing we have lungard testing so there's potential that i would say that there could be newer drivers in that 45 car for the rest of the season i wouldn't there's be surprised if it runs the rest of the races there's co- there's competition for that seat because graham doesn't like ferrucci well wow. i think that's what it boils down to Maybe. He's talked about that, you know, he wanted him on the ovals, but then he makes a silly mistake at Detroit and writes off the car, basically. You know, so that's what that article said. So I... We'll we'll see what he does at at Nashville. Is he for sure in Nashville? Yeah, I think they have, I think it's 28 confirmed for Nashville now. But is Ferrucci confirmed for Nashville? As far as I know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But let's get to our last team here, which actually could end up being very intriguing, is Team Penske. And we talked about VK earlier. If his contract gets bought out, he's definitely someone that Penske could look at or Roman Grosjean if Pagano does, in fact, find another team to go to. Or they could still downsize you know, they said earlier in the season that they were going for sure full full time cars next season, but things do change. So I think it's gonna be the LEO route with Simon. That would suck for him. 
I agree, but Penske's 2023 is the Porsche LNDH program starts, and Penske's heading that up, and I think that's going to be, they'll want somebody like Pagano in that car. Yeah. I just, I mean, with Elio, it was a contract year, I believe, right? In 2017? Uh, I think I believe, it, I, I I think believe it was. It kind of was, but at the same time, I think he was told this is how it's going to be. And that they sucks. gave him the option. So, but yeah, it's that, or I wouldn't be surprised to see another young American driver to go into that seat. Uh, like, uh, Alexander Rossi, or yeah, well, what I'm that's what I'm saying. I think, I think that's why that's the reason right there why I think it's going to be a one more or less a one year deal for Pagano. You know, I kind of want to go back to AJ Foyt real quick. I just thought about this, and we had Tatiana Calderon test a car there, and apparently she was on the pace, so that's a potential. Yeah, I don't know that Kella's back next year. I think Kellett comes back if he wants to come back, but <laughs> I don't. It's one of those deals. It would not be good for Floyd to have Kellett back. I mean, in my opinion, it wouldn't be good for them to have Calder on, in my opinion. So, well, that's what I got to say about that. I said what I said. And I said what I said. And I said what I said about Ray Hall. <laughs> Still unbelievable, by the way. I said what I said. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll keep updating you guys as we know more and keep making our predictions, but... Yeah, I mean, it's still shaping up to be a very crazy, silly season, which could honestly end up being very anticlimactic, but I doubt it. No, I think I, I think the biggest – we'll know more, I think, once Penske determines that fourth Penske. I think that that's the – And Andretti. Yeah, I think those three seats are the biggest. Once, the, once those begin to fall – We'll start. We'll have. A, we'll know just about where everybody else is going to end up at. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Next race is Nashville. Couple weeks. So, next week, yeah. week from Sunday. Same thing. Um, yeah. Well, let's get to the fun part of the show. Uh, so, with with the Olympics going on. Uh, people always talk about what if there was uh, motorsports at the Olympics and we kind of had it with the race of champions, but it wasn't an official Olympic thing. So uh, there's always questions on what car, how many, what tracks, blah, 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 but we're not going to worry about that uh, right now. So what we're going to do for you guys is we have 12 countries that will be competing at the motorsport Olympics and Two drivers are going to be picked by from each country to represent them. So, one driver for road course and one driver for oval. So, 
let's get this started, Chuck. And I think that we're for the sake of simplicity, we're gonna have to agree on who gets picked. <laughs> so it may this may turn into an hour segment just yelling at each other. So and then at the end of it we'll predict who wins uh the gold, silver, and bronze. So without without any more uh I don't know what the word is, but let's get into it. So first, Chuck, we have the United States of America. So who is your road course driver? New Garden. Okay, yep, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> there was no thought to that. I mean, nope. that's hands down. Hands down, New Garden is probably the best American road racer right now besides Colton Herta, and I, I still think New Garden's better. Yep. I agree with that. And how about Oval? This could turn into something crazy. Chase Elliott. All right. Well, uh, you can leave because that is not who's going to be representing the United States because it's going to be Kyle Busch. That's a fair choice. That's a fair choice. You know depends, Kyle's I mean, and Chase. Depends on the Oval, though. Of course. So the idea So the idea of the Ovals, so there's four races. Um the ro- there's two road course races, one natural road course and one uh, street course. And uh, on the oval, the idea is to have a dirt track race and a short track race. So there's that. Then Kyle Larson. Here's my t- here's my thing with Kyle Larson because I knew you were going to say him uh, is the fact that in NASCAR short tracks, I don't think he's done as well as he should. So that's why okay. I wouldn't put him in there. That's why I would put I, KFP. I would to Chase because Chase or Chase Briscoe. Okay, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to want somebody who's good on dirt and pavement. I could give you Larson. Chase is just really starting out on dirt, though, so I don't. I wouldn't go that far. But he's so run well in the dirt races he's run. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, so we're going Larson? Yep. All right. Kyle Larson is in the second seat. So we got Next Newgarden country, and Larson. Yep. Next country is Brazil. Uh, this could get really bad. So who's your road course driver, Chuck? Brazilian road course driver. Because I already got the oval one figured out. All right, who's the oval one? Elio. All right, that's fair. And I say Elio given his performance in the SRX Mm -hmm. races. Here's one guy that you may not think of that's really, really quick, and that's Felipe Nazar. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a good choice for... That's who I would pick. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're going with people who are alive and current drivers, so... All right, so we got (laughs) Felipe Nazar and Elio Castroneves on Team Brazil. Uh, Mexico. So this is an interesting one. Because do you give Pato to Mexico... 
or do you give him to the U.S. because he was born in America? He's Mexico. Okay, then Pato. What about Perez? Pato. Really? And I say that because Pato is young and doesn't give an F. Yep, for the sake of excitement, I'm cool with putting Pato. But would you want to put him on an oval and Perez on a road course? Oh, yeah, that's that might be the way to go. So you got Daniel Suarez, you got Pato Award on an oval. Pato. Take, okay, yeah, that's that's the right choice. <laughs> there is no – I mean, <laughs> I like Suarez, but Pato, just because of – what he did at Texas alone. All right. So we got Sergio Perez and Pato Award for Team Mexico. I Team hope you're Japan. Right I am. Okay. So Team Japan. I assume we got Sato at the Oval. Yeah. All right. So Takuma Sato on the Oval. And one road course driver that's really, really quick is Kamui Kobayashi. Yeah. I was Kamui. I would say Yuki if he could. Kamui's calm better himself. than Yuki. No, hold on. Let me explain. Why I would say I would say Yuki could be the option if he could calm himself down and not overreact to himself. That hmm. if 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 we're really looking at F one, that's his problem. He's overdriving the car. Yeah. Uh, well, so we got Kamui Kobayashi and Takuma Sato for Team Japan. Next is Team Germany. And this one could be a little hard, but I'm interested in seeing what you got to say. I would like to see what Vettel could do on an oval. So you want to put Vettel on the oval? I, I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Kind of gauging your opinion. There's not really any oval German drivers, to be right. honest. No, you're right. That's why I'm. I think I'd like to see what Vettel could do on the oval, but then again, I think he'd be too scared to to push it. I and, can go look at Euro NASCAR real quick for you. You know who would be interesting to see on the oval, on an oval? I don't. Mick. You know, we talked about that last night. I think Mick would be interesting on an oval. You know, I'm not really seeing any really good German oval drivers in the old uh, NASCAR European series, so... and we kind know, of, and we know, and we know, Nico Rosberg is in the toys because he could be. I wouldn't I don't put him think on. He, would. I, I, he wouldn't run the oval. Yeah, I don't think he would do super well. I, yeah, I'd like maybe. Yeah, I think Vettel. So Vettel and who? Vettel and what? I'd say Vettel on the ovals. Okay, so do you now, want to and maybe... I'm assuming we're, we're all going. These are all equal cars anyway, right? Yes. Okay. It's yeah. an equal car. We don't know what car though. We're right. not worried about it. Yeah, we're not worried. I just want to. So yeah, I'd like to see Vettel on an oval, and then I would think Mick. You want to put Mick? What about Nico Hulkenberg? 
I could see Nico. Ooh, I could see Nico on the oval too. I think of Nico as someone that'll push the issue more than Seb. Yeah, so let's go with Nico on the ovals. And I still think if it's equal cars, I think Mick would outshine most. Do you think Mick Schumacher is going to be Sebastian Vettel? Eventually. Okay, but what about now? Yeah, probably Seb. Okay, so Sebastian Vettel <laughs> and Nico Hulkenberg for Team German Germany. Uh, next is the UK, which has a ton of choices. So I assume for the sake of your sanity, we're going to go with Lewis Hamilton on the road course. Yeah, hands down. I don't think there's no one better than him from the UK right now on road course. Well, here's the tricky thing about Oval is the fact that Harvey is probably the only guy that has experience recently uh, on an Oval for the UK. There's nobody really in your own NASCAR. So I'm assuming that would be the guy you would want to take for the Oval. That was who I was thinking. Uh, other recent guys, Alex Lloyd doesn't really race anymore, but he did well. Um, uh, uh, Jay Howard, um, thinking yeah, about I mean, if, here, it, but if you're if you're taking the most recent oval drivers, Harvey's the, the best ones of what you just mentioned. So. Yeah. All right. So Jack Harvey and Lewis Hamilton. Switch those around. Uh, next is France. Pierre Romain Grosjean. Who? Pierre Gasly or Romain Grosjean from the road course is, is who I would say. Grosjean. Mm. Given... Yeah, especially given his performance in IndyCar this year, grows on. Pierre is an incredible driver, though. Oh, he is, but I don't. I think if you put him in equal cars, I think Grosjean outpaces Pierre. Oh, cool, Grosjean, and then Simon on the oval. Yeah, it has to be so. Yeah. So Grosjean and Pagina for Team France. Next is Italy. This could be a really interesting one because there's not really any recent Italian oval drivers or besides Giovinazzi, any recent road course drivers in, in very high racing series like F1 or IndyCar. Yeah, so so let, go ahead. So Gio in, in the road courses because he's got the most recent experience. But I'll throw in a crazy oval out there. About Valentino Rossi. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that'd be interesting. I'd almost put him on the road course. I would put him on the oval just because he does buy. <laughs> I have <laughs> oh, heard that Rossi has incredible road course base. Uh, Geo could be probably be good on an oval. I mean, this is tough. This is really tough. Hmm. 
Nancy, want, do you want to put Valentino on the oval or Giovinazzi? Put Gio and then Valentino on the road course. So Valentino Rossi on the road course. All right, so you got Valentino Rossi and Giovinazzi for Team Italy. Spain. Team Spain. So Checo. do you go with signs or no, or no. Chuck. Checo is Mexico. Sorry. Do you take uh, signs or Alonso? You put Alonso on the oval. You could. Or Oriel Serbia. Yeah, I'd still go with uh, Alonso on the oval. He's got he's more recent. So signs and Alonso? Yeah. Moving right along. Uh, next is Canada. This one will be fun. <laughs> Here, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. So, last night we did this and did one driver for a road course, street course, dirt track, and short oval. So, we did four of them. And we uh-huh. ended up putting DJ Kennington in there. So, um, let's just... Yeah. You're kidding, right? I'm not kidding. I didn't understand it either. So... Uh, I would put Hinch for the old one. So we got James Hinchcliffe. And let's hear about 15 million reasons why you don't want to put Lance Stroll. (laughs) Ironically enough, I couldn't think of another good... Canadian road course driver right now. Well, we could pick Wickens, but he can't. He can't really drive right now. Right. So that's that's a, that's the frustrating part. Uh, I think Lance is probably better than Latifi, so that's why I would put him there. Um, yeah, you're you're actually not going to get an argument from me on that. That's incredible. Yeah, that team's going to suck, but we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> team, Australia. Is real- <laughs> team Australia. Uh, you got to put Danny Rick in for the Dan- Danny Rick and Willpower. Danny Rick and Willpower. Yeah. Uh, I thought about doing New Zealand, but yeah. We could actually do New Zealand instead of Netherlands. You want to do that? No, because I already got my Netherlands picked out too. You have a Netherlands oval driver? Yeah. Holy snipes. Uh, all did. right. Because I was looking for one. So uh, we got Max Verstappen, and who's your oval driver? Renus. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I did not think of that. You're right. Huh. Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. I didn't see that coming. It's from the yeah, left no. side. So Renus, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Renus and Max. Yeah, that's the Dutch. That's the Dutch team. Wow. Wow. All right. So we got our teams picked. 
wow, this is going to be really, really fun. So, uh, to go back over it, United States has Joseph Newgarden, Kyle Larson, Brazil has Nazar Castro Neves, Mexico has Perez Ward, Japan has Kobayashi Sato, Germany has Vettel Hulkenberg, UK has Hamilton and Harvey, France has Grosjean Pagano, Italy has Valentino Rossi and Giovinazzi, Spain has Sainz and Alonso, Canada has Sterling Hinchcliffe, Australia has Ricardo and Power, and Netherlands has Verstappen and BK. Well, I'll tell you a couple that I think have no shot. Okay. And I think that's the UK, uh, Italy, and Canada. Why the UK? Because I really don't think Harvey will do much. Okay. I guess that's fair. And Germany. That's fair, too. I just, I don't. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think. I think we could rule out the UK. I wasn't at first, but I think you could throw Japan in there. I disagree. I think Japan will be in contention for at least top five. Top five, maybe, but I don't know that they're metal contention contending. You need to stop underestimating Kamui Kobayashi right now. <laughs> it's not Kamui. I'm worried about. Oh, uh, you're worried about Sada's going to kill the whole field. <laughs> He's been known to do things. Yes, he has. Huh. Well, uh, I'll tell you one. We can actually go back and switch this if you want, but we do have Alex Pillow on the table. That would be Spain, correct? Correct. I didn't think about that. You put him on the ovals. Yep. Would you keep signs and at row course? Uh, yes. Okay, so are we switching that for sure? Yeah. Okay, let me send you this list real quick, and then you can look at these yourself. And then we can pick our top three. I'm assuming you're sending it in the group chat, right? Yep. Okay. Can't wait for Lex to get on and look at this later and be like, what the hell? He'd be like, what did you? Oops. I didn't mean to send that. Um, That came down in the wrong order. I know. There you go. That's all of them just kind of jumbled up. But... Yeah, I got you. Um, a couple sleeper teams. Um, I would say absolutely Netherlands is probably a sleeper. Um, no way. In terms go of ahead. like being a smaller country, I would say. Finish, finish, finish what you're your thought and then well, how about we do this you get you figure out your top three and i'll give my top three all right so you want me to go first yeah you go first oh shoot okay <laughs> you can um, talk yourself through it i've yeah. already I'm, i've got i mine is i can't decide who would be gold and silver all right so i think u.s has a really good shot 
think Brazil's a really good shot. Mexico's a really good shot. Um, France, eh. I think they got a good shot, but eh. Spain has an upgrade with Polo now. Uh, I think Australia could be a real real kicker in there. Uh, this is really tough, dude. This is really tough. Hmm. Hmm. What if now, I well, gave what what if I gave top three but didn't give them a medal yet? Okay. Is that okay? I I I that's fair. Okay. Give me our let me ask this about willpower. Are we going this year willpower or overall willpower? This year willpower is current current driver. No, uh, well, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like choker willpower or wasn't choker willpower, but then turned back into choker willpower. <laughs> right. But yeah, current current choker willpower. Okay. Which I think will hold um, Australia back. So I probably wouldn't put them in there um, in contention. I would say top three uh, without medals yet. I would put Brazil in there. I would put Netherlands in there. And I'd honestly put Mexico. Interesting. I don't want to put Mexico. I'll put U.S. instead of Mexico. That's just illegal. No, I mean it's fair that you don't think they would be top three. I just here's the thing about Larson. I think he is still a serial choker. I really, I really don't know if he's being battled for a win. If you really want to take that into this season, though, he his team has been more often to screw him than. Yeah, but I just. Eh. I'd be worried about it. I think he's getting better, but I'd be worried about it. Like, if you look at the Chili Bowl from this season, that's the main one I can think of. He was bouncing off the cushion everything you could think of and still won the race because Christopher Bell flipped into the catchments. So that that's my main reason for thinking he could choke it away. I thought you had your top three. Let's hear it. So, top three, U.S., Mexico, and the Netherlands. I'm a little disappointed you didn't put Brazil, but I guess that's okay. For the same reason you didn't want to put the U.S., I think Elio would choke it away. How? What do you mean, how? The man is a four-time 8500 champion. And you know what? In three of those five, and three of those four, he was pretty heavily challenged. He should be a five-time winner and should have three-peated. So, 
Well, he, you're right. But he kind of choked that away. He didn't choke it. Joe was faster. I think. But no, I don't think I don't think Brazil would be a metal team. Nazar is very quick. Just so you know. We we were talking overall. You're right, you're right. Uh so so is that your top three in terms of gold, silver, bronze? Yeah, I think they're the three most balanced teams. So you would say US gets the gold? So here's here's where I'm so I think I think Mexico's bronze. That's fair. But between the US and the Netherlands for the gold and silver, that's a coin flip in my opinion. I don't think it's a coin flip to be honest with you. I do because I think Max could outshine Joseph. No, that's the thing I think he would. <laughs> But, no, that's my point. So then you come back to Renus uh, could possibly outshine Larson. I think it's a strong possibility because Renus is very bold. Which is why I'm saying it's like a it, – to me it's a coin flip because the Lark – I think Joseph Max could actually go either way and I think Larson beat Renus could go either way. Yeah, so yeah. my bronze is Brazil – my silver is U.S. and my gold is Netherlands. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's probably the best, better, because I think taking Larson into account overall, I think, yeah, I think the Dutch would win the gold. You know, uh, this was fun. I think next week we could do all time. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'll just let you know that now so you can have a little time to think about it. <laughs> same 12 countries? Same 12 countries. Okay. In the same format. We don't know the car, but the cars are equal and one road course, one oval. Okay. And it'll be really hard. Oh, <laughs> well, I think I got my Brazil team. Already. Well, yeah, just save it until next week because, yeah, so. The U.S. team could be interesting. Dude, every team will be interesting. <laughs> the Italian team has is Dude, the Italian better. team is going to take a huge step up. <laughs> the Italian team. The Canadian <laughs> team is going to take a huge step up, too. Yeah. Because I think you'll have a father-son duo there. I'll surprise you and probably say not. I can't wait to hear it. So that's uh, that's all we got for this week. So, uh, yeah, hope you guys liked that little segment there. Uh, I enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, the only racing this week is F1. Then IndyCar comes back the week after as well as NASCAR at Watkins Glen. And, and I believe F1 goes on their summer break. After Correct. Which means there could be some interesting silly season news come out before the beginning of at the end of this break. And we will see if Lewis Hamilton is still being uh, watched by a sniper. So 
Yeah. Uh, you have anything else to say, Chuck? Helmet Marco is an idiot. And that's it. So uh, we will see you guys next week with a fun segment on all-time Olympic drivers. And, yeah, so we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.